Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Father God, we come now. First Sunday of the new year. Asking your Father to speak to us. For we need to hear from you, Father. Father God, speak to us. Your people are listening. Father God, forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us and wash us that your mercy may flow. We might be in right fellowship with you, Father. That we might be in right standing with you, Father. So that we can hear what thus says the Lord. Father, as always, we pray, Father, that we will be doers of the word. And not just tears. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. And praise the Lord. Bethlehem. Amen. And that is our goal for this new year. And one of the ways that we're, we get it right is, once again, if you know what God is telling you to do and you don't do it, it's what? It's sin. It's sin. And there are some spiritual people that know that this building is what God is calling us to do. And if we don't do it, hello somebody. Hello somebody. This building. Some of you can't see it, but I see it very clearly. Hello somebody. It's the, it's, the, it's the vision that God has given for us. And, and if we're going to be right in 2013, we got to do what God tells us to do. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Amen. Amen. We started out last year with this scripture as we prepared for the new year of 2013. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope 
and the future. God had nerve to prophesy this to a people that were in slavery. Hello, somebody. But in order for them to live up to this vision, they would have to get it right because they were in slavery because of the wrong that they had done. Hello, somebody. But when they got it right and they turned to the Lord, guess what? They were able to prosper. And in 2013, that's what we want to do as a church. We want to get it right so that we can prosper. So that we can live out the plans. You see, that vision that we showed you of the church is really plans. Hello, somebody. And we want to see God work and move in a miraculous way. But we've got to get it right. And today I'm going to share you the secret. I'm just going to tell you the secret of what it is to get it right. Uh, for today we're going to talk about faith for a new year. And we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Would you please stand and reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, stand on this word all year long. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor, I'm going to use this all year long. Let's read this on three. One, two, three. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. And again, this morning, we're sharing a message entitled, Faith for a New Year. Faith for a New Year. We're going to talk around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about faith as substance. We're going to talk about faith as sanguineness. And we're going to talk about faith as a sign. We want you Christians to know, and pre-Christians, that Christians should live this next year with faith. Christians should live this next year with faith. I was intrigued by a film that was entitled... uh, the secret and later there was a book that was released uh, of the same title and many of you who may sing this on Oprah because she did two shows on this and this book was a national bestseller it was spent 146 consecutive weeks on the New York Times bestsellers list and has been translated in 44 languages and over 21 billion copies are in print. And the film in the book alone has grossed over $300 billion in sales. And I, I, I looked at the film and I was intrigued by the concept of the film because they were talking about the secret. And, and, and of course, it, it's maybe why it's so popular is because everyone wants to know 
the secret. If you tell somebody you have a secret, then naturally they want to know what the secret is. And what intrigued me about the secret, particularly from the film that they were talking about, is that all of these great men in history knew this secret. They said uh, in the film that Shakespeare knew this secret, that Isaac Newton knew this secret, and uh, uh, Sigmund Freud knew this secret, Abraham Lincoln knew this secret, and I, and I was wondering, now what is the secret? All these great men in history knew the secret. Hello, somebody. And the secret turns out to be really simply the power of positive thinking. Hello, somebody. And it has no real power to it. Uh, and it's not something that I believe that Christians should seek out. They call it the, the power uh, of attraction, uh, something to that end. And, uh, but uh, it, it just ends up being a prosperity gospel, a secular prosperity gospel. Hello, somebody. But it was supposed to be some big secret. Hello, somebody. And they said uh, most of the people that got rich and successful on that was the person that wrote, that wrote the book. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But that concept of the secret intrigued me. Because there's a secret in the Bible that 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 every great person who lived for the Lord knew this secret. Hello, somebody. Uh, you can call the roll. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's what Hebrews chapter one does. It calls the roll because Abraham uh, knew the secret. Hello, somebody. Enoch knew the secret. Noah knew the secret. Hello, somebody. Everybody in that Old Testament that God used in a mighty and awesome way. Oh, David, Solomon, uh, they, they knew the secret. Hello, somebody. And you may say, preacher, now. Now, if all of these great men and women of God knew the secret, then preacher, tell me what the secret is. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Tell me the secret. Because I want to know. <laughs> Again, I was intrigued by that concept of the secret, that concept of the secret. And here's the secret. Hello, somebody. Here's the secret. The secret is faith. Hello, somebody. <laughs> the, the, the secret to getting it right in the new year is faith. Hello, somebody. The difference between you knowing the secret like Abel and giving God a better sacrifice and you being like Cain and just being jealous of your brother 
somebody is, is the way you handle this secret. Hello, somebody. The, the, the secret to having a closer walk with the Lord like Enoch. Um, it depends upon how you handle uh, this secret. Hello, somebody. The secret to us building the church this year depends on you knowing how to do like Noah did. Hello, somebody. It's Noah, oh, what did he do? He, he built something. What did he build? He built an ark. See, the secret to building this building lies in faith. Hello, somebody. Oh, I mean, the, the secret to oh, Abraham's faith is faith. Hello, somebody. Somebody get that on the way home. The secret to Sarah being able to, oh, to give birth to, after her years of being a woman, hello somebody. After menopause, hello somebody. It lies in how you deal with this secret, hello somebody. Oh, the secret to being blessed like uh, Isaac. Uh, the secret to, uh, uh, and Jacob and, and Joseph. Uh, oh, in bad times, uh, you may have to go through some bad times. You may have to go through the pit, uh, end up in prison before you end up in the palace. Hello, somebody. But the secret uh, oh, lies with how you deal with this thing called faith. The secret to your overcoming uh, that stuff that holds you back and keeps you in prison. Uh, Oh, like uh, oh, Pharaoh did the children of Israel, uh, but Moses knew the secret of, of being set free, and, and it's called faith. Hello, somebody. And how you deal with that secret, uh, oh, will uh, uh, you'll see um, be able to be set free. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So this secret... It's not just something to, to, to make the preacher rich. All right. All right. Hello, somebody. This secret is something to, to make you rich in the Lord. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Talking about faith for a new year. And the secret is simply faith. All right. Wow. Somebody should have said amen. <laughs> somebody should have said hallelujah. <laughs> it ain't going to get no deeper than that. You better know your shouting point. Because if you really knew what faith was, you would have shouted. If you really knew what faith was, oh, you'll shout here in the church and then you'll shout out there to people that don't know him. If you, if, if you really knew what faith was, hello somebody. And I'm praying that before we leave today, you'll know what faith is. You'll know when to shout. Hello, somebody. I said the secret is simply faith. Hello, somebody. They ain't getting, they ain't getting. Well, maybe we'll see. Maybe you get point number one. Now, faith is a substance. Hello, somebody. The text says, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, 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 how can faith be a substance? Hello, somebody. And when you, when you, when you come to terms with this, how can faith 
be a substance? That, that, that's a good question because if you learn uh, to make faith a substance, then you'll be able to build a building that you cannot see. Hello, somebody. If, if you learn, when you learn them to make faith a substance. Hello, somebody. Uh, some verses of the Bible said, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for. Hello, somebody. It, it has to do with faith, a substance, and what you hope. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It, 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 it's, it's a substance, which means it can, you only really can see it in your spiritual mind. So, so, so if you don't have a spiritual mind, guess what? You can't see it. You don't, if you don't have a spiritual mind, you, 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 you don't have faith. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. The only way faith can become a reality is that you have to have a spiritual mind. And you have to be able to conceive God. Hello, somebody. You, you, you have to be able to conceive God that God is everything that he says he is. Hello, somebody. That God is uh, the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. God is uh, the same God that spoke, uh, oh, to nothing. Hello, somebody. See, that's the key. If you, if you, if you need to study your Bible and begin with Genesis. Hello, somebody. He took nothing and made something out of it. In other words, he started out with nothing and made something by his word alone. So literally, you can say that faith is God. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Who I said something. Y'all still don't know your shouting point. Still don't know your shouting point. Let me say that again. Faith is God. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Faith is God. And our problem in the church today is that we don't know who God is. Hello, somebody. We don't know who God is. If faith is God, then we have to know who God is. That's why it's important that you learn your Bible. That's why it's important you learn it for yourself. That's why it's important that you read through the Bible. I challenge you, oh, this year, read through the whole Bible in a year's time. Hello, somebody. Because you'll know who God is from the back or from the front to the back. Oh, and if you want to know who God is, oh, and you want to know what faith is, you got to begin in Genesis in the beginning and God started out with nothing and made everything and that's why faith is God so if you can believe God is who he says he is then guess what you can have what you hope for hello somebody hello somebody if you believe that God is still on the throne then you can have what you hope for if you believe that God is still the God of creation then you can have it hello somebody Somebody, hello, somebody. Maybe it's better to say that God is that substance. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Faith is a substance because faith is God. It's actually what you. It's your connection. It's that. It's that. It's that connection. It's back. Uh, back in the day before the wireless, you know, you had to depend upon that, that that phone line that would connect you on the phone line. It was. It's your connection to God. 
Hello, somebody. And it's God being able to do all that he says that he can do. Hello, somebody. So the key is knowing who God is. And the key is in 2 Corinthians uh, 4.18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen. Hello, somebody. But what is unseen? Hello, somebody. And, 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 and for us, a God is uh, many times it's unseen because he cannot be seen in the physical realm. Hello, somebody. He, he's unseen. It's a spiritual thing. You, you've got to read that Bible. You've got to read that book. Oh, some folk like to ask you. Oh, when you go to these conferences. Oh, what book are you reading, Doc? What book are you reading? And they want you to share with them the, the great philosophies that men have been reading. Uh, what book are you reading, Doc? Uh, the book that I'm reading is the book. Hello, somebody. Uh, it's the Bible. That's, uh, that's the book that I'm reading. And if, and if I can get what's in the book, uh, hello, somebody. If I can get the God of the book, uh, then I can have anything uh, oh, that I ask for. Hello, somebody. If I can get him, uh, I don't need no new things theories. Hello, some. I don't need no new philosophies uh, on church growth. Uh, oh, if I, I don't need uh, oh, to read a book uh, about how to build a church uh, when I got a God uh, that built the world. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We've got to know that faith is the substance and the substance is God himself. Uh, hello, somebody. So I can't fix my eyes on, on that which is not seen. I have to fix my eyes on that which is unseen. Uh, and the only way you can see God is in the spiritual realm. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and this is where that substance comes from. And, and this is why they, you know that if you have faith, there is a, a sanguineness about you. Hello, somebody. A sanguine person, a sanguine personality is somebody that's always upbeat, always happy, always joyous, always hopeful. Hello, somebody. And, and that's one of the ways that I know whether you know God or not. It's just simply by your disposition. If you came in here with a stanky, ugly oh, disposition, if you came in here with a sour face, hello, somebody, you always have a sour face. Oh, you always complaining about stuff, complaining about people, complaining about your wife, complaining about your, oh, for your, your, your boss, complaining about them bad kids. Hello, somebody. Then you don't have faith. Hello, somebody. Oh, uh, some people wonder why I'm always happy. I I'm happy because uh, I love the Lord. Uh, I I'm happy and I have a smile on my face uh, because I'm in a personal relationship with God uh, and I spend most of my time uh, looking at who he is uh, as opposed to uh, what's going on outside of who he is. Uh, hello, somebody. That's how we get trapped. Uh, oh, we look at things that are going outside, on outside of who God is uh, and you're looking at all these people up in the church who ain't right. Hello, somebody. Guess what? They ain't right and you ain't right either. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And we all in 2013 have to get it right. Oh, hello. I said we all from the pulpit to the back of the door have to get it right. In Jesus' name. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, 
know somebody because, uh, oh, because if you know the Lord, if you love the Lord, you know who he is. You have faith and faith is God and you're tied into who he is uh, that will affect your disposition, that will affect your outlook uh, on life. Uh, oh, some folks say that we'll never build a church. Uh, and I say this, you're right because God is the one that has yeah. to build it. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Because God is the substance of what I'm hoping for. He's the evidence of what I can't see. It's God and God alone in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And as long as I'm looking at him, I always believe I'll be here. If we don't do it and I'm here 50 years from now, I'll be like, let's go break ground. (laughs) Because God is still the God of yesterday, today, and forever. He's still God. And I still believe him. Even when the people of God won't believe him, I'll have to be like Joshua and Caleb. Oh, what did Joshua and Caleb do? What did Joshua and Caleb do? Y'all ain't getting it. What did Joshua and Caleb do? What did Joshua and Caleb have to do for 40 years? Hello, son. What did Joshua and Caleb have to do for 40 years? Hello, son. They had to go around in circles until God could get some folk who would take him at his word. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And they still believed in that 40 years of wondering. Every time they came around, went around here, and they came around, and they said, I still believe. I still believe in, in Jesus' name. Every time they walk around over the 40 years, I still believe in Jesus' name. Every time they walk around in circle for 40 years, I still believe. Every time, every funeral that they had to go to, I still believe that we can do it in Jesus' name. Give God a hand clap of praise. Up in here. Up in here, I still believe. I've been here six years and nothing has happened, but I still believe in Jesus. He can do it. He can do it. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I still believe. Hello, somebody. Thank you, Lord. It's not about. It's not about the people. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's about the God. Yep. That I Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. I still believe. I still believe. That's why I'm so sanguine. Hello, somebody. Oh, because faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hello, somebody. I still believe. I still believe in Jesus' name. Hello, somebody. I ain't gonna never not believe. It's not about me. It's not about the circumstances. It's about the God that I serve. And as long as I keep my eyes on him, and he says he is who he says he is, I still believe. Hello, somebody. Romans 8, 24 says... For in this hope, we were saved. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. In this hope, we were saved. That's why I say, 
Believers should never, no according, according to whatever they're going through, they should never not believe. Hello, somebody. No matter how hard and difficult the circumstances may be, they should never not believe. Hello, somebody. They should always have hope. I said they should always have hope. Hope in the Lord. In Jesus' name. I said hope in the Lord. In Jesus' name. I said hope in the Lord. In Jesus' name. Oh, that's why I always be sanguine. I always be happy. Hello, somebody. Because one of these days, hello, somebody. If the Lord says it's the same, and if his will for me to be here when it's done, one of these days, hello, somebody. I'm only going to be coming over here to eat my food. Hello, somebody. One of these days, hello, somebody. I may come through here. And listen to one or two Sunday school classes that are going on over here. One of these days. Hello, somebody. I said, hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Somebody better get you. Oh, yeah, the brotherhood breakfast. I'll be preaching to the men. And the brotherhood breakfast. Up in here, up in here. One of these days. Hello, somebody. If the Lord says the same. Hello, somebody. While I'll be sanguine, I'll always believe. I'll never not believe because it's God and it's not me. Hello, somebody. Faith is not only a substance, faith is not only sanguineness, but faith is a sign. Hello, somebody. It's not faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence. Of things not seen. Hello, somebody. It's evidence. See, because it became a substance through God. And when it became a substance through God, through you it becomes evident. Hello, somebody. Evidence. Hello, somebody. People say, why? Oh, should we build? We don't need to build. We're not filling up the building that we got. Hello, somebody. But it's evidence. I feel God is leading us. And other leaders in this place believe that God is leading us. And I believe that God can speak to his people in the 21st century. And he can do some new things in the 21st century. Hello, somebody. Oh, Friday night. Oh, oh, we were looking in Jerry's world. Hello, somebody. Oh, but the people could have said we should have stayed out there in Irving, Texas and be in this building. After all, the building is where God watched his team. That was the legacy in Dallas at Texas Stadium there in Irving, Texas. The hole in the roof was where God watched his team. Hello, somebody. After all, we should stay in Irving. Oh, but Jerry Jones had a bigger vision. Hello, somebody. And he built a stadium that they didn't need. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, if Jerry can do it. Oh, for a football team. Hello, somebody. Oh, and I like to say there ain't going to be no 
more football in heaven. There'll be football players who gave their life to Jesus Christ in heaven. Hello, somebody. But this is a temporal game. And we put all our money and investment in temporal stuff. All this is temporal. Oh, there ain't going to be a Jerry World in heaven. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Oh, but there will be. Oh, a God in heaven. And a God in heaven is looking for us to do this new thing here on earth so that we can impact more people's life for Jesus Christ in Jesus name give God a hand clap of praise up in here up in here up in here and he is my substance and he is my evidence and he is all that I need hello somebody and this is the secret verse 6 of chapter 11 and this is the secret what did it say stop there stop there stop there now we say there's nothing impossible with God yeah it's actually one thing impossible with God he can't do nothing for you if you don't have faith. Woo! I said something. I think I'm preaching more than what you responded. I'm hooping now. If I could hoop, I'd be hooping now. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You, you tie God's hand. Hello, somebody. If you don't have faith. Wow. You, 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 you tie God's hand if you don't believe. Hello, somebody. That's that's deep. That's deep. Then this is the secret, and, and 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 this is why there are not miraculous things that are happening in your life, because really there's no God in your life. You got to have God to believe in God. Ooh, I said something deep there. You, you have to have God to believe in God. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Well, what, what does it say? Because, because what? If anyone comes to him, must believe what? The NIV says believe that he exists. And that he is a reward of those that what? King James says diligently. Earnestly. Seek him. Bethlehem have you been earnestly seeking him? I can tell you you, you, you haven't because you don't come to Sunday school. Hello somebody. You, you don't come to Wednesday night. You're not coming to Titus 2. Hello, somebody. You're not coming to preacher's meeting. Hello, somebody. You're not earnestly seeking him. Hello, somebody. Some of you are more earnestly seeking the Sooners than you're seeking God. Earnestly seeking the Cowboys as opposed to seeking God. Hello, hello, somebody. Pay went down to Jerry's world, pay anywhere from one hundred and fifty to a thousand dollars to sit and watch a team and not complain. 
and won't give $30 to the building fund. Hello, somebody complaining. Hello. You're not earnestly seeking him. Hello, somebody. You'll, you'll, you'll go down there and watch the game, but you couldn't come. Uh, oh, let me mess with somebody for New Year's Eve service in Winniewood. Hello, somebody. I'm scared to go out there. I'm afraid of the dog. <laughs> I was afraid to today, shoot. <laughs> but I still went. <laughs> yeah, it was fog and all that. <laughs> but it, it took somebody who was earnest to be there to seek him. Hello, somebody. Oh, if you want God, you got to go where God is glorified. And God is not being glorified anywhere else. Hello, somebody. And even some places uh, that we call the church, uh, oh, God is not being glorified. Oh, because uh, they make you think uh, that God is, uh, oh, Santa Claus. They make you think that he's a divine, uh, heavenly bellhop. Hello, somebody. And you only go to church uh, because you want something from God. Hello, somebody. That ain't faith. Hello, somebody. That's not true faith. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Are you earnestly seeking him? Hello, somebody. This is what the church is here for. It's it's a place where you can earnestly seek him. A place where you can come to pray. A place where you can come to study the word. A place where you can come to be equipped in the things of God. There's no other place that it can happen. Oh, but you'll say, and listen at the sound of my voice, I can't come to that church because that church is full of hypocrites. And you know what? You are right. We are all hypocrites. Hello, somebody. And you are a hypocrite too. Hello, somebody. Because you ain't perfect not coming to the church. Hello, somebody. You just think you're perfect. You may be held accountable to your behavior if you come to the church. Folk might know who you are and who you're supposed to be if you come to the church. Hello, somebody. As long as you're out there on your own, you think you're perfect. No, you ain't perfect. You got sin in your life just like everybody else. Hello, somebody. And the number one sin you're dealing with now is pride. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That song says sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Hello, somebody. Jesus said take that plank out of your own eye before you try to take the speck away from oh, from my eye, from the bride of Christ. Don't you know that we are the bride of Christ and you're out there living on your own thinking you single? Hello, somebody. Now, if you're going to be holy in the Lord, you've got to deal with the bride of Christ. And the bride of Christ is church. Hello, somebody. Don't you know? Oh, some of them same folk you don't want to go to church with going to be in heaven. Hello, somebody. Then what you going to do? Hello, somebody. You're going to be walking around heaven. Hello, somebody. And you're going to look. Pastor Eton going to be there. Yeah, I'm here. You didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> Hello, somebody. You've got to be in places where you can earnestly seek him. No other place uh, that you can earnestly seek him. Oh, you can't seek him. Uh, oh, at any football game. Uh, unless, hey, let me put up. Unless you're Christ centered. Hello, somebody. Unless you do like TJ and them used to do. Used to go before the game started and be in a prayer meeting on the middle of the field. Hello, somebody. Long before Tebow and was uh, fashionable. Hello, somebody. <laughs> there were other brothers in the Lord who put Christ in what they do. Hello, somebody. 
Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And they earnestly sought him. And God is saying that you can do whatever you do. Do it for the Lord, but earnestly seek him. There are some challenges that you may have. You may have a new job and not be able to be at certain places. We're not talking about folk like them. Hello, somebody. But you earnestly seek him in your own time. You earnestly. And when it's time to be in the household of the Lord, when you can, guess what? You're going to be there. Earnestly seeking him. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Earnestly seeking him. Hello, somebody. The question is, have we, Bethlehem, been earnestly seeking him? Hello, somebody. I know everybody ain't working Wednesday night. Everybody ain't out of town. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yeah. But it hurts so good when you get it right. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. 2013, we've got to get it right. And, and this is the secret. The secret is what? Faith. That's the secret. And I want you to take this secret and live it out in the new year. Let me say it again. Take this secret and live it out in the new year. You, you, you're getting it right. You got to take faith. You want to get your finances right. You got to take faith and get it right. It don't make sense for you to give 10% away from your income and still have to pay other folk. Hello, somebody. It don't make sense. The only way you're going to do it is by faith. I tried it for myself. Hello, somebody. Say anybody else in here has tried to give God 10%. If you've given God 10% of your income, why don't you stand? Why don't you stand? You've given God 10%. Why don't you stand? That's some folk who tried him. Look like they got some sanguineness about him. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. It works. I'm telling you. This is the key to your being blessed. In 2013, the Bible says, try me and see when he open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. Oh, that sounds like a blessing to me. That sounds like true prosperity preaching to me. Try him. Hello, somebody. I tried him. I just cannot outgive God. Sometimes I try to outgive God. Hello, somebody. You try him when it comes to the $30 a month. 30, $30? Come on now. $30? $30. Come on now. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Now, if you've given God 10%, does that mean you're going to be blessed on that? Okay. Now, if you decide to give him 30 more dollars, will that not be a blessing to you? Or will you be more blessed or less blessed? 
<laughs> and again, we're not just talking about finances. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Some of you may be wondering why the job is closing down, but you haven't got a pink slip. Hello, somebody. That's a blessing. Hello, somebody. Everybody else is being laid off that wouldn't tithe. Hello, somebody. All these other Christians that say that they love him and call by his name but didn't tithe, didn't give God anything. Oh, they get laid off. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. There have been times where it seemed like my giving didn't amount to nothing, but then I got in trouble and needed some more money, and more money started to come from everywhere. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Try him. Get it right. Oh, take your neighbor. Neighbor, try him and get it right. Earnestly seek him and even in your giving. He said, preacher, I can't give 10%. Maybe try 1%. Earnestly seek him. Try 2%. Then earnestly seek him. Try. Oh, and I tell you, you'll probably end up like Rick Warren. Oh, Rick Warren now gives away 90% of his money. Hello, somebody. And lives off 10%. But you say, yeah, that's because he's rich. No, that's why he's rich. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Let me say that again. <laughs> he said, yeah, that's because he's rich. No, that's why he's rich. And that's why God could trust him with finances. See, son, God can't trust us. He, he can't. You praying that, Lord, let me hit the lotto, Lord. Hello, son. God says, I can't trust you with a million dollars. I give you $10 and can't get one. Hello, somebody. I give you a million dollars. You ain't going to. Hello, somebody. Anyway, I got to go children. We need the Lord's Supper and I got to cut this off. The secret is faith. Deacons, will you come? All eyes closed and heads bowed. Now it's time to respond to the word of God. I'm so glad that Jesus Christ knew the secret. And the secret was faith. He prayed on that in the garden of Gethsemane. And he had to pray, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Hello, somebody. That, and his secret was faith that God was going to keep me through all the trials and the tribulation. God was going to keep me through all of that. And he got up and he was tried and crucified for crimes that he didn't commit. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He, he put a cross on his back and led him through the streets of Jerusalem by faith and faith alone. Hello, somebody. He, 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 he. he he carried that cross to a hill called Golgotha. And the secret to him suffering was faith. Hello, somebody. They nailed him to the cross and the secret to him staying on that cross was faith. Hello, somebody. They raised him up between two thieves and he had to give up his spirit. And the secret of him giving up his spirit was faith. They took him off that cross and put him on a bar of tomb and and the Bible says that he rose again on the third day. And the secret to his resurrection was faith. Hello, somebody. And because he died for your sins and my sins, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're here today and do not know him, you're here today and do not know him, it's time for you to get to know him. 
Slip out of your seats and say, come down and start the new year outright. Have faith, true faith for a new year. Because you can only have faith if you have God. Hello, somebody. You may be here today. You don't remember a time you giving your life to Jesus Christ. Slip out of your seat. We can get it right right now. Whatever your decision is right now, we want you to come forward as the music plays. Let's tap your neighbor on the shoulder and say, neighbor, excuse me, let me, I got to go. I got to get it right for this new year. As the music plays, step out of your seats. You, you may need a church home. Step out of your seats. You may need prayer. Step out of your seats. You, you may have a testimony. Step out of your seats right now. In Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you. Is there another? Hello again. This is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love and believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family. 
because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you for must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.